Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Monday the 17th of January. Welcome to the Luke and Pete show. And a bit DJ then. Sorry, Luke. You all right? No, don't apologize. Oh, steady. Almost sounded professional, didn't it? The radio industry's loss is uh, very much the podcast industry's gain. Mm, Indeed. Um, Luke, I uh, want to jump straight in with uh, two things. Uh, There is uh, an Iranian uh, beauty queen uh, that's not allowed uh, a US visa because of Syria, the Syrian link. Um, her name's Lean Clive, and I think it might be the best name I've ever heard. Lean, look, Lean look Clive, L E E N, Clive. Lean Clive, isn't the UK? It's like that, that football manager last week we talked about on the ramble, Russ Penn. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah, I think it's a really interesting name, and I think I Lean I would, Clive. I'd love to be known as Lean Clive because there would be another guy in the pub called Fat Clive. <laughs> yeah, and he'd be Lean Clive. Yeah, yeah, like Jim's mate in the pub. We knew a guy called Hated Martin. Hated Martin. There was that guy... sounds like an affectation, but I believe Jim. He's not a liar. My friend, um, my friend is, to say the least, uh, a very v- kind of uh, enthusiastic local to his local pub. Mm. So I, I respect it because it's like you know some people who just love boozing. Mm. There's absolutely no judgment at all. It's absolutely you know, they like, they like to have a bit of drink. Good for there's, them. There's a difference between boozing and drinking. I would say. Boozing is just, it's a lifestyle. It's the pub. It's the scampy fries. Yeah. It's the beer. Yeah. Um, but drinking is like, oh, but so, but sometimes, daddy's been drinking. But tell me if I'm on shady ground here, right? Tell me if I can say this. Mm. <coughs> Excuse me, right? It's like a bit of uh, uh, it's COVID, mate. It's down there. hanging around the car. Yeah, but the mine never, I, I'm, I'm an asthmatic, and it never got kind of like um, yeah. syrupy down there, Luck so of the draw. You can't You can't cheat the age and the BMI factor. <laughs> um, I'm absolutely fine, by the way. I know that people will think, why well, is he in the studio when he's coughing? I've not so got COVID. Me. Oh, it feels well yeah, yeah. I'm, It's fine. He's <clears throat> <clears throat> proven it. Um, <laughs> talk to me about this, right? So, so you know that like some people have a, a, addictive problems with certain things, whether yeah. that be gambling or drinking mm-hmm. or, or whatever. Yeah. You know, it's one of those things. And Wearing you know, rad clothes like me. Yeah, you are very much addicted to, to, <laughs> to many <laughs> things. Um, <laughs> I get that that's a problem. I get that you know, society has a responsibility. And mm. I, and I, I, I'm personally of the opinion you want to treat it like an illness and look after that person rather than criminalise them. All that good mm-hmm. stuff, right? But I sometimes feel like there are plenty of people out there who like to have a beer or who like to have a bet. Mm. Or we like to do whatever, mm. and it's not a problem. Mm. And I wonder whether the society we're in now makes it them uncomfortable. Yeah. It just makes them uncomfortable because you know what? Someone might say, "Do you know what? I've got a busy job. 
There's three times a week I walk past my local pub where all my friends are and I like to have a pint before yeah. dinner and I go home and I have my dinner and I have a perfectly mm. lovely time. Mm. People don't really, you don't really hear about people like that anymore. People don't go but to the pub every day. they must still exist. Yeah. People just don't go to the pub every day, do they? But they drink at home, you know? And and, and it's that kind of like... it's expensive, I guess. Glass of, well, no, but like, go to the pub is like, it, it is, it, I would argue is more social um, than, 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 than drinking at home. And, and, and people just will see off a bottle of wine at night and think nothing of it. But yeah. going to the pub every night, it's a problem. You reckon? Yeah. I, it, like you say, like going to the pub every night, people would sort of go, oh, I guess the pub every night. That's but what I'm saying. Would, but, yeah, but, but people would find it okay to have a glass of wine with dinner, or whatever, two yeah. glasses of wine. You know, I'd I feel like because I'm not a very big drinker, and I feel like I've been conditioned. Even me, who's perfectly relaxed about drinking, I don't have a problem with it. I do do it, and I know plenty of people who do. Obviously, and mm. you know, fairly kind of normal on that on that front. Well, fairly not normal because that's the wrong thing to say. Pretty mainstream on that front. I, I don't feel like I feel like I've been conditioned to be thinking that people who like to have a drink, it's like it's wrong, but it ain't wrong. Why no, is it wrong? It ain't wrong. I, I, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm a confirmed binge drinker. I don't generally drink if I don't, if you I don't, don't want to get that. drunk. What do you mean? You're making, you're undermining my point. <laughs> She's saying I have a problem. Don't say that. Oh yeah, well you sent me a, a whole slab of tisky for Christmas like you do every year, <laughs> and did, I drank all of it, and did, now yeah. I feel like shit because they are, you know, uh, uh, politically uh, a bit off. You know, they, they, <coughs> no, that's not why I sent it. Stuff. I sent it because you told yeah, me it's your favourite lager. I know it is my favourite lager. So I, because I've got reputation, the neighbourhood people, the neighbours. Give me cans. They go, I got some of that for Christmas from them as well. I've got a reputation as a Tisky man, uh, and I don't never need to buy it because people buy them from me Christmas. What's, that, what's that, your neighbour like? That crate he, of he drinks he drinks Tisky all the time lager. and pulls lamb shanks out of his garden. <laughs> what must it's they not think? a good ref, is what it? What must they think? It's not a good ref. Are you, and, and the thing is, that every I think every Tisky you drink in full view brings me closest to the Lord. <laughs> well, yeah, is a is a death sweet relief. Is a is a. A thumb in the eye of yeah. your neighbourly guy who gives you your rum for free. You're not drinking that. That is true. He's 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 moved on to uh, vodka. Lee huh. Lee Lee vodka. Honestly, it's, it's very good. I'm I'm not a big. Uh, I mean, I don't guy, want to be but... disrespectful to him, but it doesn't sound good. <laughs> what do you mean, Leon C vodka distilled in Essex? Well, it's not distilled in Essex. It'd be distilled somewhere else. But he imports it and puts a label on it. Okay, it looks very nice. That's furniture polish. <laughs> I don't, I, I don't <laughs> think you should be drinking it. Moonshine. Um, uh, yeah, but what I was mean, I saying? I was making a random point about the fact that there are plenty of people out there who like to have a drink and they're fine. My dad goes to the pub every day, like <laughs> my dad. But he, did I've seen photos forget. of your dad's pub. It looks quite flat roofed. It's it's the pub in Glasgow that helicopter came down. From. <laughs> it's, it's that it's, it looks like exactly like that. Do you remember the pictures from that? It's that. It's yeah, that. I think someone it's died. That. You it's can't just, say things like that. What do you that. mean? You remember the pub, don't you? You there remember was, sort of going. That is a shit pub. And and my there dad's was a servant MP in there. He rescued some people. Yeah, yeah. Fair dues. All right. um, but your dad likes to go to a flat roof pub. Yeah. And what does he drink? Flat roof drinks. He just drinks his normal, his normal, uh, his normal stuff. But um, uh, he's hilarious because. Uh, the bloke I'm trying to talk euphemistically but I don't think I can it doesn't really fucking matter um, there is uh, an empire a small Hartlepool based empire northeast based empire that runs the um, uh, small uh, corner shops and uh, pub rackets or they certainly did in the 80s right you can do libel by implication you know that you are you can do libel by implication I'm not implying uh, nothing I've said is untrue okay right um, and nothing I'm going to say is untrue okay um, <laughs> But the, the this empire, you know, they used to own a lot of um, uh, shops and stuff, and a lot of uh, pubs in the in, in the area. And, and people who live in Hartlepool will know exactly the name of the family because uh, it's printed because it's it's the, the family's uh, pub, and they've got loads of them all around Hartlepool. 
Not as many as they used to, and uh, the, still a family-owned business, is it? Still a family-owned huh. business, and they, okay. you know they're still they're still kind of playing their trade in between the fucking Seven Elevens and the and the, and the shops that you know the spas and and the shops that have come in to take over and stuff. Yeah. And they're still they're still they're still maintaining, um, but it's a, a, an empire that's crumbled somewhat simply because you know Hartlepool's not uh, nobody's got any fucking money and, and nobody's spending. Mm. So, um, as old as time. <laughs> so isn't it? And so the <laughs> son of this empire. Um, Floats around different pubs, um, you know, checking that everything's okay. So floats around different shops. Isn't that and a film with Christian okay. Bale in it? What? Empire of the Sun. What? It's the son of the Empire. Son of the Empire, yeah. So that's a lot more the grandiose than the, the people who own two the pubs in Hartlepool. Yeah, the offspring of, of the Empire. Well, you have to just survive the Empire. <laughs> <laughs> Looks like you're standing at the bar. The offspring <laughs> just sort of goes round and he's, a, he's probably about 50 or whatever, right? Okay. So he turns up, he rocks up and he uh, and he, he'll, he'll stay for a pint every now and again. And the pump your dad's in normally. Yeah. Okay, yeah. And he gets such short shrift from the old farts in that pub, it is fucking hilarious. Whatever he says, they will literally say to his face, ah, oh, fuck off. Right. They will literally tell him to fuck off. Why? Because, I'll tell you why. Because uh, he's, uh, they had a bit of money. <sighs> they probably still got a fair bit of money. Um, he's, had, he's had a life where he's gone on safari in, in South Africa and met celebrities. Celebrities, I don't really remember, but celebrities nonetheless. Like and Lawrence. He's, and he, and, like Lawrence. And, and, like, and, and like, the sort of celebrities. DJ Tile be, from Huddersfield. The, the sort of celebrity that would be on like uh, uh, New Faces or something. Like, you know, your Jim Davidson level kind of. Uh, Bob Carroll Jesus. Bob Carroll Jesus spit the dog. So that sort of thing. And 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 this chap, bless him, will try and impress these old old farts uh, by name dropping because yeah. it's it's all he's got in in my opinion in, 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 to to impress them, um, and they take that as an affront, mm. and they sort of go, take your fucking private jet that you took once to safari, you know, your yeah. DC, take it, shove it your ass. Like I don't want to talk to you, blah, blah, blah. and they give him this really short shift. And my dad gets involved. My dad, he's not like part of a bullying group, but. <laughs> But this guy will sort of go, I met this block and did that, and, and my dad will go, I'll just fuck off. Why, and why does he keep going to the pub then? Um, I think he likes, I think he thinks it's banter, I think he likes right, the, he likes right, the right. experience. I mean, he has to help run the pub. You know, he has to right, run okay. the pub. But I like it because he is basically, everyone get all the blocks in the pub to give him short shrift because he is like the me's of this world who go back home to the hometown mm. and sort of tell them all about what they've been up to in that there London. Do you, is that what you do? Well, that's what we all do to a certain extent. And then this happened and then we met this person and there's something inside the dad that sort of goes, oh, go fuck yourself. Yeah. You think you're so fucking high and mighty. And he's basically the living embodiment of every son, every person who yeah. sort of moved away. And he's kind of like, and, and, and every old block in the pub fucking hits him. Can we, can we get him on? Because he's this, he's indicative of someone in their lives that they do, they find, they think they've got too high and mighty about. Yeah. So I watch my dad, the dynamic between this block and my dad, and he's exactly the same dynamic that he has with me. So your dad it's basically fantastic. tells you to fuck off all the time? Well, not in, like, I'll talk about like Black Lives Matter or, yeah. you know, Me Too or something, and, and my dad will have a comment about it from his point of view, bearing in mind he's been reading the Daily Mail for fucking years and, you know, anti-walk agenda and all that shit that he's been served up by the fucking television he watches and the, and the, the book and the, and the um, papers that he reads. Um, and 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 yeah, and, and and so we have this kind of like dynamic where it's a little bit strained here and there. And I know yeah. which buttons not to push and stuff. Yeah. But this guy, 
is just like all the dads in the place just hate this fucking son. It's an outlet. He's an, he, honestly, is there a he's a punching bag. Outlet for when he's you're a, down here. He's a punching bag. He's an avatar for all the sons who moved away and think they're fucking Billy Bollocks because they moved to York. He should or start something. charging them. <laughs> he should. How do you think the NFT special's going so far? <laughs> what do you mean? Oh, this <laughs> NFT special? <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I thought the NFTs would be in the second half. Yeah, they emails will be. And they stuff, will be. So, yeah. First half are very much Hartlepool pubs and the bullying of yeah. young men. Yeah. Um, I don't have any equivalent of that I'm sad to say because right. none of my family have really been a local kind of pub type of person. well my uncle my uncle was but I never used to go uh, go drinking with him but mm. how, how what was your dad's point of choice um, I, it's probably it's one of those ones that's got a proper it's not on it's got a proper like uh, pulley pulley tap tap so it's an ale an ale uh, and it's got like an old, uh, it looks like an old ship. They all look like old ships um, emblems, don't they? Yeah. Sort of on the side. It'll be one that's called Old Navy or something like that. What do you think? It, no, seriously, think about it. What what name would you give it? It'll be called something like Old Peculiar or something, right? Yeah. Or Bishop's Finger. Bish- yeah, Stinky Finger or something. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Naughty, naughty lad. Bishop's naughty fi- lad. I like Bishop's the little, Finger. The, the little naughty lad. Uh, Bishop's Finger's great because... The right rotter. In terms of the name, because it's like... <clears throat> What would a 60-year-old man who almost certainly voted for Brexit think is the closest to a politically incorrect joke he'd get away with? Right. And he's really happy that he's got away with it. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Because it implies something rude. Or you know something what? Not, un-PC. I, I didn't even fucking... <clears throat> yeah. The bishop's finger. Good. Oh, is it his penis? Is it his... Oh, what's he doing with his finger? He's oh, a yeah, bishop. No. He shouldn't really be doing this. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's that kind of vibe, Naughty. isn't it? It's Jeremy Clarkson's idea of a funny joke, <laughs> isn't it? Yes, exactly, yeah. yeah. Anyway, oh dear. I was going to ask you a question. Speaking of um, when we mentioned kind of NFTs, so I'm going to briefly bring something in which is in some way related to um, boozing. Mm. Um, now, there was a. I don't really understand this that much, so bear with me. And I, I must be something miss, I'm missing here. So, 90 Day Fiance is a TV show that uh, the Wi-Fi have access to absolutely loves. Right? Yes, it's a great fucking show. I don't think anyone could... I'm not snobby about TV. I know you're not either. I think there's a tendency for people to say one of two things, or or do one of two things. First of all, say, I don't watch much TV, Mm. which is complete fucking bullshit. (laughs) Or two, um, try and think of TV to be, I don't know, The Sopranos and anything else that isn't The Sopranos isn't legitimate as TV, right? Mm. I would disagree. I think that, you know, Gordon Ramsay's Kitchen Nightmares, the first season, one of the best TV shows of all time. You know, the MasterChef professional skills test at the start of each episode. Amazing TV, right? 90 Day Fiance, although for my personal taste, is a bit too manipulative and a little bit on dodgy territory. Mm. When it's good, it's, it's a good show. It's a proper human interest, speaks to modern life, all the rest of it. There was someone on 90 Day Fiance um, called Stephanie Matto, mm. who used to, weirdly, and I don't know how this can be true, but it's being reported as true everywhere and people aren't questioning it. There must be something happening I don't know about, right? She used to make £38,000 a week on average selling her farts in a jar. That was not That's what people Yeah, I saw this story and she... She, she made a lot of money. I mean, that can't be everything that she... What, what are you getting out of that, lads? Do you just buy one? That's a one-hit buy... deal. Yeah. They're $1,000 a jar. Right. And she makes $37,000 a year. No, 30, £38,000 right. a week. So she's so start, she's farting into a jar 38 times. No, because it's pounds to dollars. So it's about 45 to 50 farts a week, probably. Yeah, okay. That's it. It's doable. It'd be doable for me, certainly. But you got the logistics of the jars is going to be the tough bit. What, posting the mountain stuff? No, actually being having a jar to hand. 
Oh, and he'd say, oh, you'd have to have them all around the house, wouldn't you? And then you've just, you're just the guy with the fart jars all over the house, aren't you? So and for then, so, yeah, and then exactly. you'd give them to Hermes, and God knows what they're doing in the, in the uh, oh, DHL. DPD. DPD. Get the, God knows yeah. what they're doing. Yeah, Silent But Deadly. <laughs> SPD. Um, but my point, oh, that's not the end of the story, right? So that's right. weird as it is, right? Yeah. To me, that's a kind of weird... Um... Sexy. Sexy is story. Is it sexy, though? What a sexy story. Is it? I just don't know how many you buy. Have you got to buy loads? Do you, want to, do you have a collection? Are they like Funko? Uh, look, it's better than Funko Pops. <laughs> it's more... It's about, think... it's, it sounds like she, she could be calling them Funko Pops. <laughs> that brand's already taken. <laughs> but so what, um, but what, what that meant was she... Um, I don't know if the two things are related, but um, so she, she had to go to hospital because she said in her own words, she thought she was having a stroke. Mm. Um, and she recalled how she would drink three protein shakes and a huge bowl of black bean soup. To give her the, I guess to give her the pumps, I guess. Give her the pump pumps. To yeah, give her the pump right, pops. Okay. And uh, she had a problem with her heart, right? So she had to stop doing it. Yeah. And uh, what she's now doing is she's, um, is she's basically, um, <laughs> she's now selling them as digital artworks on the blockchain. Right. So I guess fartworks. Fartworks. Should have missed the trick there, Metro. Yeah. Yeah. But one of the many, many things you've done wrong with this story. Non-fartable um, talking. <laughs> well, it's a fartable talking. Um, <laughs> I guess each of the jars would look different. But they're now digital jars on the blockchain. Right. Now, that brings us nicely into our NFT <laughs> chat. What an NFT? <laughs> what, what does that mean? Well, she's selling it just like anybody else. But what's the link NFT? with the fart? You can't smell an NFT. I mean, there are a lot of, you know, there's a lot of uh, problems with owning NFTs and not being able to smell them. It's, it, it's probably down the end of a very, very long list, to be honest. But yeah, it. It's just a, um, so it's, a way, it's a way of expressing your your fandom, I suppose, and that that is kind of how NFTs uh, operate. It's the same people who queue outside Supreme waiting for a for a particular drop. The t-shirts aren't inherently more ex- more valuable; they're just rarer, aren't they? You know, it's a t-shirt with Supreme written on it. So it's yeah, it's, they've, they've found a way of making something that's copyable and and, and transferable, non transferable, and, and and valuable. Can I just say that I didn't know what Supreme was about three months ago? Yeah. I mean, that fucking logo is everywhere, though, isn't it? Yeah, and I knew that it was a thing. I recognised the logo, mm. but I didn't know that it was such a big deal. Yeah, it's it's, it's just it's just sneaker heads just getting into digital art, isn't it? Really, it's it's the people who are like uh, buying um, certain and and video game people as well. It's it's people who like um, <coughs> people who like certain costumes in video games that they're running around in. You know, people yeah, so who spend ages grinding away to get the most valuable. I was actually going to ask you about that. So you know, I play PUBG quite a lot. Mm. It's your winner when I take you get dinner. No, but you, you can, I don't do this, but you can pay real money to get things in the game. Yeah. It's like that, right? And, and most of them aren't, uh, they don't advance your skills at all. They just They're make not even you look unique. different. They're yeah, not even it, it just basically says to the other players, that guy spent 10 grand on a lot of bollocks. But I <laughs> see that and I think you're an idiot. You do, but many yeah. don't. They sort of go, oh my God, that guy's got, did you, I was in the game and I saw a guy with a fucking dildo taped to his head. It, you would not believe. <laughs> I saw it was just taped to his head and he ran around yeah. and he, he didn't kill me because he, 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 he's an idiot. see where he's going. He see where he's going. <laughs> um, I, I think if I was selling farts in a jar, <laughs> mm. I would probably be the Lidl. The Mac right, okay, the yeah, cash yeah, and carry. Yeah, like, yeah. Loads of them, but really cheap. Yeah, I'd it's be... It's not a premium product for me. I'm not the Marks and Spencer of fart in a jar. I'd have admin issues. I'd need to... Fr- I'd, mine wouldn't be Iceland. Mine would be all frozen. Well, you'd, might... I'd have supply chain issues. It, if, there'd be poo in there. I'd <laughs> I'd follow through, it'd be a mess. If there, if there was a big lineup and a big customer base for your pumps, mm. the fa- weirdly enough, the f- the fact that you've gone vegetarian recently would be a big change in the odour. Big boon. A big t- 
It'd be, be a big change of product. Yeah. Like when Coke changed their recipe. It'd be uh, it'd be like the McRib. Yeah. It'd just be sort of uh, doing that for a, for a month and then you never see it again. Yeah. Yeah. There's, there's rock and roll, there's like heavy metal musicians, aren't there? Like those kind of death metal type musicians mm. who would like make themselves puke on stage and stuff. Mm. I know that one of them, who was it? I forget who it was now, but they used to have a dead crow in the jar. It was the drummer from Slipknot. That's right. And he used mm. to open it up and that would make him puke. Now that's going to make you ill, isn't it? Yeah, but I just think to yourself, do you not stop to think at any point? I didn't think my life would turn out like this. It's a very, uh, why would you need a full crow? Surely like a little vial of crow, de- decomposing crow meat. Yeah. I mean, it has to be a crow. Just get a roast chicken. Like, you would get the exact same effect. What, with a roast rotten chicken? Meat. Yeah. It's rotten. Yeah. yeah. You, 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 a your crow's Christmas Day turkey. My Christmas Day turkey. Yeah, do a job. The man. lamb chunk that Buckley found in the garden. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Let's have a break. When we come back, we'll get some people who actually talk about, know what they're talking about to tell us about N- NFTs, which will be exciting. Um, and I'll, I'll tell you now, one of them is called Henry. Um, <laughs> hello at lukeandpeacher.com for emails. Um, uh, and we'll read out some that have already been sent in right after this. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Ooh, baby, I love your way. Every, Every day. day. It is uh, time for some uh, Look and Pete Show fun. Yeah, well, it's, yeah, it's been that for the last 17 minutes. <laughs> I know, right? Uh, NFTs, right? <laughs> NFTs, two, we're two. there. We're going to solve it all. We're going to solve it. <coughs> I'm a crypto don, as you know. I'm a crypto bro. But NFT, I'm not fully averse, fully mm. uh, versed in. So mm-hmm. oh, I've got two explanations here. One's short and one's long. I'll read the short one. You read the long one. Okay. okay. Henry Payne. Hello to you, Henry. Sorry for mocking your name before the break. I wasn't really mocking it. Just saying that you're called Henry. And in my opinion, someone into NFTs would be called Henry. Is that fair? Yeah, I was reading the uh, long email. It's very long, confusing. It's confusing for me. You can paraphrase it. Uh, Henry, uh, have I been mean to Henry? No, I don't think you have. That's okay. fine. I've got a Hoover called Henry. 
Some of my best friends are Henry's. <laughs> Happy New Year, says Henry. Sounds like a nice guy. Starts it off well. Yeah. Here is an explanation of how NFT works quicker than you could order a pint. Um, you haven't been to the pubs, I've been. Well, listen, not mm. a Pete's dad's pub. No. Bloody hell. Barely anybody in there. <laughs> Take the Mona Lisa sitting in the Louvre. Someone owns it. No idea who. Someone billionaire somewhere who then loans it to the Louvre, probably. Mm. Their proof is most likely a contract or certificate of authenticity. You can go and look at it. You can take a picture of it. You can buy copies on all sorts of Dross merchandise, but it doesn't mean you own the original. That's basically how NFTs work, but digitally. Someone owns the original as much as people screenshot it and the proof is a... Sorry. Someone owns the original as much as people screenshot it and the proof is a code on the blockchain which everyone can see. I hope this helps. Let us know if not. Cheers, Henry. Beautifully done, Henry. So what I guess that means is that... um, Yeah, I get it. (laughs) What that means is, he's just explained it all. It's actually quite a good way of instantly being able to... What I was going to say was, I guess that means it's an also an instant way of stopping like fraud and and fraudulent kind of paintings Mm. and all that kind of stuff, fake stuff. Yeah, and and I think that look the 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 reasons why people find it uh, unpalatable at the moment is um, I mean there's an environmental cost obviously um, as anything yeah, on the on the, course. on the crypto chains are uh, you know it, it, it's computationally expensive and and that uh, cost has to be uh, has to be ratified by energy being used and um, the and 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 people are quite upset by NFTs because a lot of the stuff that is getting exchanged and you know your John Terry fucking Christmas uh, yeah, Christmas that... NFT was fucking <laughs> hilarious because the art is so shit it's generic it's it's been made by so, someone on you know on, on on Fiverr for you know twenty quid here twenty quid there they've got a base picture of a fucking ape and they've put and but do you think that he it, gets it say again do you think that he John Terry gets it no I no, like, I don't I... Think, I don't think any footballer. I don't. I don't think any footballer really understands it more than their agent. Sort of going, <coughs> you want to get involved with this because you will make fucking shitloads. It is the gold rush. It is the gold rush. Well, um, that's interesting. You think it's a gold rush? They're just selling shovels, aren't they? <laughs> just, just you know, yeah, it's a gold rush. But I like John Terry's um, social media because he's just so unapologetic. He'll do that. <laughs> yeah, which people will go, he'll go clear that's, pigeon shooting. That's mental. He'll dress up like a farmer and go do clear pigeon shooting. Yeah. He'll do really lot. I like John Terry's Twitter mm. and Insta. He will do really long monologues to camera, mm. just saying, "Happy Christmas!" Like, yeah, look at my life. It's, it's brilliant. Cl- it's clearly not. Um, it's not PR'd for me. No, I, it is just him. He is. He's basic, but with a little bit of menace behind it. Oh, big time! <laughs> yeah, big time. Both in physicality and family background. Carry on. <laughs> yeah, it's interesting. I, I, I find I find this all interesting. I think I've not seen anything. Currently, that's been sort of churched around, uh, sold and bought. That I sort of go, wow, I want a bit of that. Um, it, we, mm. we, a lot of people will sort of talk about their NFT collection and, and and what they're doing in that space. And I've, you know, recently listened to quite a lot of um, like Twitter spaces of, of 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 creators and and people who are selling stuff and and they talk about this art like it's revolutionary. Like it, it, and and the way that things have been bought and sold is revolutionary and, and decentralized. Um, uh, internet is is important. It will become more important. But I'm yet to see any art that I've, I haven't gone. Jesus Christ, that is a piece of shit. And 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 <coughs> people get very excited about the collection and stuff. But none of them actually talk about the people who actually fucking made the pictures. Well, you know what, what I mean? That, that, There's no love for the artist. My it's question, just that Pete, I've got this. Yeah. And my question, there is a new drop coming. My question is also this, right? I understand the idea that you will own the original copy or the original piece of artwork, as Henry's mm. helpfully explained to us, which we thank him for. But I still don't know how that makes you money because you need to be able to sell it. 
Someone needs to want to buy it from you. Yeah. So you, I buy an NFT for 100 quid. Yeah. Well, there's, as far as I know, the thing that kind of doesn't explain what Henry's saying and what he hasn't really covered is that I get all that. Why does that make? Why does it make it inherently... But there's only one fucking Mona Lisa. Yeah. There's, a, there's billions of these NFTs. Well, no, but I mean, you, but if someone painted a picture of the Mona Lisa with a pair of cool shades on the top, you know what I mean? That's, yeah, but forget, that... forget, about the, forget about the kind of ersatz kind of offshoot fucking shit over the top. Yeah. What I mean is, I'm asking you, uh, I guess, a basic supply and demand question, which is, if it's the gold rush and everyone's doing it, yeah. well, then what makes each individual one special? Well, I, I would posit that, uh, that, that, that it, it isn't. <laughs> The gold rush it is a gold valuable. rush, literally because there they was loads the ground, of gold yeah. everywhere. Yeah. And people were like, just get me as much gold as I can. It's not, yeah. an, art, it's not an artistic thing. Yeah. But this is a pyramid scheme. <laughs> it's, just a right. pyramid, like, uh, it, at its broadest, it's a pyramid scheme. But like, so yeah, they do need more people to get involved. And this year, there'll be more people than ever before getting involved. I haven't got a handle on it where I sort of go, where I haven't seen anything that isn't just a way to express your fandom, so to speak. The NHL, you know, NFL, NHL, all, all, like all, the, all the big big uh, entertainment uh, companies and stuff, they're releasing NFTs. Video game companies, Square Enix came out, the first um, speech they made this year, uh, saying that I hope that uh, people uh, who love our games are going to get, you know, uh, we're going to release more NFT stuff. I hope that the crypto space becomes more important to video games and stuff. And the people who just want to play video games for fun are a different character, a different, not as valuable um, right. customer for us. An astonishing thing for a for a video game manufacturer to say. Right. It is the first thing you say in 2022. Yeah. It's all looking a bit grim. Uh, is it indicative of uh, a crumbling society? I would posit yes. <laughs> and, and, it feels like proper like late stage capitalism. Vibe. Yeah. And and uh, you are... But then, but then there is, you know, there is an argument to sort of say that... Um, the other part of the Web 3.0 stuff, the metaverse stuff, the, the, the something that they fucking nailed about 20 years ago with Second Life, let's make that very clear, mm. I think that is uh, liberating and it will be interesting to see how those spaces are... Uh, how, how those Can we spaces get into are... the metaverse and just do this podcast in the metaverse as well? It, it, it depends on how long we spend making our little avatars. Oh, it take not very long. <laughs> you, you probably take ages. Because I look like everyone. You look like Nick Cage. Um, <laughs> let's not do the second explanation. I, because... I, it, he, he, again, Jake Turbot got in and, and he explained um, explained NFTs a little bit longer, but it, it, similar sort of thing. It's it's it's. He says he finishes saying, "I think they'll be around for a while, and they're not all shit, so they're worth understanding." I think that is the. I, I agree with that message. I think people should understand what they are, what they represent, and we shouldn't just sort of go throw them out and sort of go, this is fucking nonsense. The way they're being used, and, and a lot of the more famous examples of them are shit and stupid, but there's an argument to say, I don't know, what do I like? That Interpol fucking album that uh, they did with uh, David Lynch. And David Lynch has a real stick in his <laughs> ass about people watching his stuff, not on cinema screens and on like laptops or whatever. So people, to, to spite him, will like uh, uh, format a version of his films and, and TV shows to go on like a Game Boy and stuff right, to really yeah, piss yeah. him off, which is funny. Uh, and and I, I'd sort of go, well, look, that's something that's unique. Um, and, 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 I, and, and it is about being a collector. It is about be, it is about fandom and stuff like that. So I understand why people will get involved with that side of things. But that's because I like that. I don't like pictures of apes with fucking worms coming out of his face. I like, <laughs> I like Interpol and like David Lynch. Right. Because I'm a fucking old hipster. Let's end by doing an email about ninjas. Yes, please. Tom from Vancouver. Come on down. The time is now. Pete Donaldson, you're up. 
Okay, um, let me find it. I've got to find it first. Oh, fuck you, you, know. you, you just You just pick one out, of the, out your I'll, bum. I'll spring it on you. Hi, the like Ninja. Hi, the Lucas Pete. Your exploration of the Ninja Gym this other week uh, made me remember something I was told about them many years ago. I lived in Japan in my early 20s, and amongst uh, many of the ignorant preconceptions we young Westerners were disabused of, no, Japanese people don't eat sushi exclusively, and no, it's not necessarily a high-tech wonderland. Facts and ATMs that close when the bank does... Um, was this one about the nature of the traditional ninja costume. We picture ninjas uh, dressed head to toe in black, but when you stop to think about it, it's not the most practical outfit. Firstly, black doesn't even work that well as a camouflage, as the night sky is never really pitch black. A very dark navy blue would probably blend in much better, while black would stand out. Secondly, ninjas were assassins whose aim was to go unnoticed, so it's far more likely that they'd be dressed for their environment, most likely as peasants or farmers. The origins of the all-black outfit are unclear, but there are theories uh, that it comes uh, from, or was at least popularised by its use in Japanese theatre. Kuroko are stagehands, who would often be called upon to appear, appear on stage to perform the role of an animal or another character uh, that would be represented by a prop they were holding. Uh, they'd be dressed in black to indicate to the audience that they were invisible. It's a little bit like the, like the Muppets and stuff. They, they do this stuff yeah. like that, don't they? Yeah. Um, and uh, and they and and then uh, in the seventeenth century, some clever theatre director realised they could use this invisibility as a plot device by having a ninja character appear in plain sight on stage throughout a performance as seemingly nothing more than a curacao, and thus remaining unnoticed by the audience until it was time for the dramatic reveal. Audiences loved it and soon became a popular device. Just somebody hanging out on stage, and they go, I "Forgot yeah. he's not going to do anything. <gasps> he just did something." I love that explanation. Yeah, it's really cool. And, it, and it, I don't know what to extent uh, to which this contributed to the uh, modern image of a ninja, but I love the fact that even 400 years ago, meta was already a thing. Yeah. I've uh, been a listener since day one, and keep up the good work, etc., etc. All the best. Tom in Vancouver, Canada. I'd love to go to Vancouver. I'd love to go to bloody Japan again, mate. Oh, yeah. <laughs> When's the last time you went? Two years ago. Still got your ninja, got still got your ninja got outfit. I think I've still got a ninja star somewhere. Do you do you agree with Tom's assessment about what Japan's actually like in real life? Yeah, massively. They, they, they're so backwards uh, when it comes <coughs> to technology and stuff. Like we think, Wait, really? Yeah, we think it's all futuristic. It's not. It's all uh, like if you go to a bank um, instead of a signature, you've got a handcuff stamp, like a little kind of inky stamp. You stamp, and they try to get rid of them. You can't get a, you can't get a, a, you can't get insurance. You can't get a mobile phone. You can't. They're so kind of like. Uh, insular and it has to be done a certain way and there's a lot of admin uh, and nothing's digital no, you know comparatively I imagine smartphone usage is, is way down people just have these like flip phones or they certainly did like two years ago huh. it's not a, it's just not, it's a weird kind of futuristic and not futuristic uh, thing fax machines are huge as, as he says huh weird on that note let's get out of here let's get out of here great God, way to finish guys. thank you very much for everyone uh, to everyone for listening we're back on Thursday. We are. With more of this stuff. Ninjas, uh, fellas, Thursday. The original NFT. Yeah. Ninja fellas Thursday, mm. which is what it actually stands mm. for. Um, yeah, and we'll speak to you then. Um, have a great rest of the week. Um, yeah, keep it locked on Luke and Pete. Tell everyone, everyone you know about the show. Leave us a review on Apple Podcast or wherever you get your podcast at Luke and Pete on Twitter and mm. Instagram. I've jumped on the Instagram recently, posted a few bits. Um, and hello at LukeandPeacher.com is the email address as ever. We'll look forward to hearing from you there too. Uh, thanks to you, Peter. Ta-ta. Thanks to you as well, um, listeners. And we'll speak to you next time. Luke and Pete Show is a Stack production and part of the Acast Creator Network.
Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.